Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Today is National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the show. Today we're talking about human trafficking. My question to you is, do you know what human trafficking is? Think about it. Do you really know what it is? I thought I knew, and I was wrong. Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Human trafficking. It is described as modern-day slavery. So you think about slavery, and then you think about human trafficking, and you're like, mm, Okay, sure. But let's dive a little deeper. It involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. So even up to this point, I was still thinking that I knew what human trafficking was. But when you dive a little bit deeper, here's one thing it does not involve. Human trafficking does not involve traveling or transporting a person across state or national borders. Bam, right there is where it got me. I was like, really? I thought, I saw Taken. I, You know, <laughs> they took this girl and, you know, first off, she wasn't even at home, but they, and, oh, I thought I knew what it was. But that is actually called human smuggling when you take a person and transport them over borders, human smuggling versus human trafficking. You can be a victim of human trafficking within your city, even within your own home. It does not require you to have to be taken some other place. The main part of it is about the force, the fraud, the coercion that somebody got in your head and Somehow now they've got you like a puppet puppet on a string doing what they say because of however they set up the situation. So when you look at it that way, it's like, wow, so maybe we don't know as much about human trafficking as we think we do. So let's cover some more myths about what human trafficking is and isn't. Let's start off with this question. Who is at risk of being a victim of human trafficking. In a lot of situations, you're going to hear people say that women and girls are number one targets when that's not necessarily the case. They may tell you that young girls are the target. That's not necessarily the case. It can be anyone at any age. There is no description of the ideal person to traffic. The thing that people will look for when finding a victim is they're going to look for vulnerabilities. They're going to look for maybe self-esteem issues. Those types of things because they know they can get in your head, they can get close to you and be good friends with you 
possibly even help you out if you're in a bad situation. Maybe you're homeless or maybe you don't have enough money to have something done that, that's necessary. And um, they come to your rescue and they pose as a friend. And then eventually, like say you're homeless and then they let you come and live with them for a while. And then they tell you at some point, oh, you know, bills, bills, bills. I can't let you stay here for free anymore. You're going to have to pitch in some kind of way. Well, you don't have a job. You, How can you do that? Well, you can do these things. You can do this. You can do that. You, you know, they, they come up with these weird arrangements and make it seem like, like it makes sense. When, if you step away from it, you'd be like, why, why did I think that that was a good idea? But what it is, is the fact that you are making a decision in duress, basically. You're in a a really serious situation and you're trying to think, how can I make ends meet? How can I get this done? How can I get that done? And in a lot of cases, when people are put in situations like that, they make poor decisions. And then you find yourself in a situation where you are now being forced to do things that you don't want to do, but you feel like you don't have any other choice. Pretty much from the last part that we just talked about, we understand that people that are being trafficked aren't necessarily bound or tied down or anything because it's more of a mental tie than anything where maybe they lack basic necessities or something like that, transportation, a safe place to live, and therefore they might even be afraid to leave or, or, you know, things along those lines where those are the things that are keeping them there, not so much a locked door or being shackled to a bed or something like that. Now, the other thing is that a lot of people think that a person who is being trafficked was, was, um, I don't even know how to say this, was caught, was, was violently attacked And that's how they ended up in the situation that they're in. But we kind of covered that as well, that a lot of times these are people that you know, that that are friends of yours, that are family members, even uh, people that you're in a relationship with. It's even situations where parents have trafficked their children. So, you know, it's not always a... holiday shopping time, you get snatched into a van and carried off. Now, does that happen? Yes, it does. But it's it happens more often where it's a mental thing and not so much a phys- physical grabbing. It's a mental grab, which, you know, that's one of the things that kind of scares me about about young children, not not just girls, but young children in general, because a lot of times... They look at their parents as the bad guy. Parents can't do anything right. They're always on their case. They're always doing something. And therefore, they go outside of the home to find friends that understand them, that get them. And then you run into one of these situations where, you know, you end up in a human trafficking situation. And it's just kind of like, oh, my gosh, you know. How did I get myself into this? And then, you know, there's also the idea that shame may cause someone not to want to get out of it and come home because then now I have to explain to my family what happened and how I ended up in this situation. And so, you know, 
it's a lot. And it happens in the United States. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, it's just foreigners that do this sort of thing. No, 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 no. It happens here in the United States. There are bad people everywhere. And that's one of those things that we have to keep in mind. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Hopefully you learned what human trafficking is and what it's not. So now we can dispel those rumors that are out there. So telephone and tell a friend what you learned on today's episode. And let's keep that ball rolling. Let's get that education going because what the end goal is, is to eliminate human trafficking. So I'm going to actually give you a link that will give you some ideas on what someone might look like if they are in that situation. And, you know, it may help you to open your eyes to maybe some of the friends and family members around you. And you're like, oh, wow, I wonder. Let me see if I can find out more information from this person about what's going on, how things are going, and possibly eventually get them some help. Because it it doesn't happen immediately. Because you have to have some knowledge of something. So start there. Also, another thing I want to do is give you some resources on Twitter. I got a list of them, so bear with me. We have Human Trafficking Headlines, UNODC Human Trafficking, Human Trafficking FDN, the National Committee to Combat Human Trafficking, Anti-Human Trafficking, Ohio Anti-Human Trafficking Coordinator, Human Trafficking Institute, Ending Human Trafficking Through Education, Hashtag End Human Trafficking, and TS Anti-Human Trafficking Unit. So you can look up all of these places there on Twitter, and they all have links and websites that you can go check out, find out more information about human trafficking and ways that you can help to try to end this horrible atrocity that we call human trafficking. Have a great day, and I'll see you guys back here again on Thursday.